I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I have developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today we're reading 1 Chronicles chapters 3 through 5. This is the New King James Version of the podcast. The King James Version is also available. First of all, let's get a note about these records that we're reading. Presumably, these records were provided by the author of Chronicles to establish a genealogical tie for the returning exiles in the 6th century B.C., to the fathers of the original twelve tribes. You'll recall that in Philippians chapter 3, verse 5, even the Apostle Paul knew that he was a descendant of Benjamin. If you'd like more information regarding the purpose of these genealogical records, then look at the introduction on 1 Chronicles. Now we move in 1 Chronicles chapter 3 to the descendants of David, verse 1. Now these were the sons of David who were born to him in Hebron. The first was Amnon by Ahanoam, the Jezreelitess. The second, Daniel, by Abigail, the Carmelitess. The third, Absalom, the son of Maacah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur. The fourth, Adonijah, the son of Haggath. The fifth, Shephatiah, by Abital. The sixth, Ithriam, by his wife Eglah. These six were born to him in Hebron. There he reigned seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned thirty-three years. And these were born to him in Jerusalem, Shemaiah, Shobab, Nathan, and Solomon, four by Bathshua, the daughter of Amael. Also there were Ibhar, Elishama, Eliphilet, Nogam, Nepheg, Japhiah, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphelet, nine in all. These were all the sons of David, besides the sons of the concubines, and Tamar their sister. Solomon's son was Rehoboam, Abijah was his son, Asa his son, Jehoshaphat his son, Joram his son, Ahaziah his son, Joash his son, Amaziah his son, Azariah his son, Jotham his son, Ahaz his son, Hezekiah his son, Manasseh his son, Ammon his son, and Josiah his son. The sons of Josiah were Johanan, the firstborn, the second Jehoiakim, the third Zedekiah, and the fourth Shalom. The sons of Jehoiakim were Jeconiah his son, and Zedekiah his son. And the sons of Jeconiah were Aser, Sheatiel his son, and Malchiram, Padeah, Shenazer, Jechemiah, Hoshama, and Nedabiah. The sons of Padeah were Zerubbabel and Shimei. The sons of Zerubbabel were Meshulam, Hananiah, Shelameth, their sister, and Hashubam, Ohel, Barakiah, Hasadiah, and Jushab, Hesed, five in all. The sons of Hananiah were Pelatiah and Jesheah, the sons of Rephaiah, the sons of Arnon, the sons of Obadiah, and the sons of Shechaniah. The son of Shechaniah was Shemaiah. The sons of Shemaiah were Hattush, Igal, Bariah, Neriah, and Shaphat, six in all. 
The sons of Neriah were Eli, Oanim, Hezekiah, and Azrakam, three in all. The sons of Eli, Oanai were Hodaviah, Elishab, Heliah, Akub, Johanan, Deleah, and Anani, seven in all. So this chapter begins with the listing of the sons of David, 19 altogether, not counting sons of his concubines. Six were born to him in Hebron, followed by 13 in Jerusalem, four by Bathsheba. Only one daughter, Tamar, is mentioned here because of that ugly incident back in 2 Samuel chapter 13 concerning three of David's offspring, Amnon, Tamar, and Absalom. It's also pointed out in verse 4 the combined length of David's reign, seven and a half years in Hebron and another 33 years in Jerusalem. The balance of the chapter lists the descendants of David. These extend all the way down to the end of the Old Testament record through the exile to the return afterward. Now, you may find it interesting to compare verses 10 through 24 to the table of the kings of Judah. And you can look at the table by clicking on the link in the notes for today of BibleTrack.org or look in the topic section. The last descendant of King David to serve on his throne as king of Judah is Zedekiah. He's found in verse 16. When the exiles returned in the latter part of the 6th century B.C., it was Zerubbabel, in verse 19, who led them. As a descendant of David, he held a prominent place in the community, although he didn't serve as king. Let's take a look at some of the historical milestones for Israel which take place during this period of genealogical records. First, the uh, reign of Solomon in verse 5, beginning just prior to David's death in 1 Kings chapter 1, verses 28 to 53. Then we also see the division of Israel after Solomon's death. In other words, the northern kingdom being Israel and the southern kingdom being Judah, they split. The leadership of the northern kingdom rejected the worship of the one true God and adopted double calf idols as the objects of their worship. And that's recorded in 1 Kings chapter 12. The final fall of the northern kingdom in 721 B.C. to the Assyrians is recorded in 2 Kings chapter 17. And then the final fall of the southern kingdom in 586 B.C. to the Babylonians, which was the dethroning of Zedekiah, that's recorded in 2 Kings chapter 25 and 2 Chronicles chapter 36. And then finally, the beginning of the return of Jewish exiles. Those are the ones who were deported at the time that the kingdoms fell. They'd been deported over into the uh, Babylon area, and now they return to Palestine in 535 B.C., and that's recorded in Ezra chapter 2. None of the kings of Israel, the northern kingdom, are listed here. While the northern kingdom didn't have a family line of kings, Judah, the southern kingdom, always stuck with the descendant of David as their king. In these verses, we see the kings of Judah all the way down to the return of the exiles in 535 B.C. and actually beyond, considering that Zerubbabel was a governor, considered a governor, even though he had the credentials to be king. In 1 Chronicles chapter 4, we begin with the descendants of Judah. The sons of Judah were Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shobal. And Reah, the son of Shobal, begot Jehoth, and Jehoth begot Ahumai and Lahad. These were the families of the Zorathites. These were the sons of the father of Edom, Jezreel, Ishmael, and Idbash. And the name of their sister was Hazalel Panai. And Pinoel was the father of Gedor, and Ezer was the father of Hushah. These were the sons of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrathah, the father of Bethlehem. 
And Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives, Hela and Naarah. Naarah bore him Ahuzam, Hefer, Temani, and Heahashtari. These were the sons of Naarah. The sons of Hela were Zerath, Zohar, and Ethnan. And Kaz begot Anub, Zobiba, and the families of Aharhel, the son of Haram. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Helab, the brother of Shuha, begot Meher, who was the father of Eshton. And Eshton begot Beth Rapha, Hasia, and Tehanah, the father of Ir Nahash. These were the men of Rechah. The sons of Kenaz were Othniel and Sareah. The sons of Othniel were Hathoth and Maonathai, who begot Ophrah. Sareah begot Joab, the father of Ge, Harashim, for they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, were Iru, Elah, and Naam. The son of Elah was Kenaz. The sons of Jehalalel were Ziph, Ziphah, Teriah, and Asarel. The sons of Ezra were Jether, Mered, Epher, and Jalen. And Mered's wife bore Miriam, Shammai, and Ishbah, the father of Eshtemoah. His wife Jehudajah bore Jared, the father of Gedor, Heber, the father of Sokah, and Jekathiel, the father of Zanoah. These were the sons of Bethiah, the daughter of Pharaoh, whom Mered took. The sons of Hodiah's wife, the sister of Nahum, were the fathers of Kelah, the Garmite, and of Eshtemoah, the Maacathite. And the sons of Shimon were Amnon, Renam, Ben-Hanan, and Tylon. And the sons of Ishai were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. The sons of Shelah, the son of Judah, were Ur, the father of Lechah, Laadah, the father of Marashah, and the families of the house of the linen workers of the house of Ashbeah. Also the Jochum, the men of Kozeba, and Joash, Seraph, who ruled in Moab, and Joshabai Lehum. Now the records are ancient. These were the potters and those who dwell at Nataim and Gadira. There they dwelt with the king for his work. So this chapter resumes where First Chronicles 2 left off, tracing several of the branches of the tribe of Judah down to the time of Israel's united kingdom. At this point, however, the record of Judah's descendants restricts itself to the royal line of David, which was introduced in chapter 2, verse 15. And it carries it through five centuries to about 500 B.C., Incidentally, in verses 9 through 11, we see Jabez, who was made famous by Bruce Wilkinson in his book called The Prayer of Jabez. And we see Jabez's prayer right there. Here's a guy who had to wait over 3,000 years to make it big. Beginning in chapter 4, verse 24, we see the descendants of Simeon, verse 24. The sons of Simeon were Nemuel, Jamin, Jerob, Zerah, and Shaul. Shalom, his son, Mibsam, his son, and Mishma, his son. And the sons of Mishma were Hamuel, his son, Zachar, his son, and Shimei, his son. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but his brothers did not have many children, nor did any of their families multiply as much as the children of Judah. They dwelt at Beersheba, 
Moladah, Hazer Shual, Bilhah, Ezum, Tolid, Bethuel, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Markaboth, Hazer Susim, Beth Barai, and at Sha'araim. These were their cities until the reign of David, and their villages were Edom, Ain, Rimon, Tolkien, and Ashan, five cities, and all the villages that were around these cities as far as Baal. These were their dwelling places, and they maintained their genealogy. Meshobab, Jamlech, and Joshua, the son of Amaziah, Joel, and Jehu, the son of Joshabiah, the son of Sareah, the son of Asael, Eli-Oanim, Jaakabah, Jeshaheah, Asaiah, Adiel, Jesimael, and Benaiah, Ziza, the son of Shippai, the son of Alon, the son of Jedeah, the son of Shimrai, the son of Shimeah. These mentioned by name were leaders in their families, and their father's house increased greatly. So they went to the entrance of Gedor as far as the east side of the valley to seek pasture for their flocks. And they found rich, good pasture, and the land was broad, quiet, and peaceful, for some Hamites formerly lived there. These recorded by name came in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah, and they attacked their tents and the Meonites who were found there, and utterly destroyed them as it is to this day. So they dwelt in their place because there was pasture for their flocks there. Now some of them, five hundred men of the sons of Simeon, went to Mount Seir, having as their captains Pelatiah, Neariah, Raphaim, and Uziel the son of Ishai, and they defeated the rest of the Amalekites who had escaped. They have dwelt there to this day. Now, if you recall, this was the tribe Simeon, the tribe of Israel that occupied cities within the boundaries of the tribe of Judah as their inheritance, as seen in Joshua chapter 19, verses 1 through 9. We see here in verses 42 and 43 that about 500 men from the tribe of Simeon crossed the Jordan River from Judah and went over into Mount Seir. You'll recall that this was the land where Esau's descendants settled, the Edomites. Apparently, the Amalekites had displaced at least some of these Edomites. So in the days of King Hezekiah, which was 715 to 686 B.C., the Simeonites crossed the Jordan, defeated the pesky Amalekites, and set up a community there at Mount Seir. In 1 Chronicles chapter 5, we begin with the descendants of Reuben, verse 1. Now the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, he was indeed the firstborn, but because he defiled his father's bed, his birthright was given to the sons of Joseph, the son of Israel, so that the genealogy is not listed according to the birthright. Yet Judah prevailed over his brothers, and from him came a ruler, although the birthright was Joseph's. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, were Hanuk, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Joel were Shemaiah, his son, Gog, his son, Shemai, his son, Micah, his son, Reaiah, his son, Baal, his son, and Berah, his son, whom Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, carried into captivity. He was leader of the Reubenites. And his brethren by their families, when the genealogy of their generations was registered, the chief Jeiel and Zechariah, and Bela the son of Azaz, the son of Shema, the son of Joel, who dwelt in Aror as far as Nebo and Baal-Meon. 
Eastward they settled as far as the entrance of the wilderness, this side of the river Euphrates, because their cattle had multiplied in the land of Gilead. Now in the days of Saul they made war with the Hagrites, who fell by their hand, and they dwelt in their tents throughout the entire area east of Gilead. Now Reuben was the oldest son of Jacob, but he did a bad thing with one of his father's wives. That's recorded in Genesis chapter 35, verse 22. The oldest son traditionally received a double portion of inheritance, but his double portion was passed to Joseph instead, which is recorded in Genesis chapter 49, verses 25 and 26. And that's why Joseph's sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, get the call instead of Joseph in Genesis chapter 48, verses 20 to 22. That's a double portion, you see. Incidentally, the Gog of verse 4 here is a descendant of Reuben and has no relationship whatsoever with the Gog of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39 or the Gog of Revelation chapter 20, verse 8. In verses 11 through 22, we have the descendants of Gad. Verse 11, And the children of Gad dwelt next to them the land of Bashan as far as Salkal. Joel was the chief, Shapham the next, then Jaanai and Shaphat in Bashan. And their brethren of their father's house, Michael, Meshalam, Sheba, Jorai, Jachin, Zia, and Eber, seven in all. These were the children of Abahel, the son of Hurai, the son of Jaroah, the son of Gilead, the son of Michael, the son of Jeshashai, the son of Jado, the son of Buzz. Ahai, the son of Abdiel, the son of Gunai, was chief of their father's house. And the Gadites dwelt in Gilead, in Bashan, and in its villages, and all the common lands of Sharon within their borders. All these were registered by genealogies in the days of Jotham, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, king of Israel. The sons of Reuben, the Gadites, and the half the tribe of Manasseh had 44,760 valiant men, men able to bear shield and sword, to shoot with the bow, and skillful in war, who went to war. They made war with the Hagrites, Jeder, Naphash, and Nodab, and they were helped against them, and the Hagrites were delivered into their hand, and all who were with them. For they cried out to God in the battle. He heeded their prayers, because they put their trust in him." Then they took away their livestock, 50,000 of their camels, 250,000 of their sheep, and 2,000 of their donkeys, also 100,000 of their men. For many fell dead because the war was God's, and they dwelt in their place until the captivity. Now, you may recall that Reuben, Gad, and half of Manasseh occupied land east of the Jordan River at their own request back in Numbers chapter 32. The tribe of Gad went to war with the Hagrites, and they displaced them. They were the descendants of Ishmael, as we see in Genesis chapter 25, verses 12 through 18. And we round out chapter 5 in verses 23 through 26 with the descendants of Manasseh, verse 23. So the children of the half-tribe of Manasseh dwelt in the land. Their numbers increased from Bashan to Baal Hermon, that is, to Sinar, or Mount Hermon. These were the heads of their father's houses, Ephor, Ishai, Eliel, Azrael, Jeremiah, Hodaviah, and Jadael. They were mighty men of valor, famous men, and heads of their father's houses. And they were unfaithful to the God of their fathers and played the harlot after the gods of the peoples of the land. 
whom God had destroyed before them. So the God of Israel stirred up the spirit of Pul, king of Assyria, that is, Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria. He carried the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh into captivity. He took them to Halah, Habor, Hera, and the river of Gozan to this day. Well, their turning away from God is mentioned here. The fault of the Assyrians of those three tribes, Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, those are the tribes that settled east of the Jordan. And they're referenced here, and it coincides, by the way, their capture, their captivity with the events of 2 Kings chapter 15, verses 27 to 31. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletribe.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walker.